You're listening to an artist interview from Chirp Radio. You can find more interviews at chirpradio.org slash podcasts. I'm afraid of the spring rains touch Waking late and feeling her rivers rush I want to escape with them, burn everything I trust We do what we need with them, we do what we must do what we need with them, we do what we must. Hi, I'm Marjorie Alford, and I'm here with Chicago-based multi-instrumentalist folk musician Elijah Burlow. Hi, I'm Elijah Burlow. Thanks for being here today, Elijah. So, to kick things off, your artist bio talks about your pastoral roots in Vineyard Haven, Massachusetts. Tell us a little bit more about those roots and their connection to your music. Yeah, so I grew up on a small island off of Massachusetts, and I think just being around nature and always being close to it gave me this osmosis constantly, and I think I just write about it because it's what I I know and I understand, it's what I'm fascinated with. My brother started playing banjo at a young age, and um, I was obsessed with that and like wanted to be better than him. So <laughs> I tried playing banjo, but I just couldn't do it. So I started playing piano first. That's so cool. Then my voice got lower. come much closer. I think what draws me most to writing music is you're just kind of picking up signals throughout your existence, if that makes sense. Like these layers or sounds already exist in you or outside of you. And I think that like writing about them for me over the years has just been like kind of an antenna and then a manifesting output of those signals. So I think that's what really kind of draws me in is just like picking out those things and then just kind of holding them for a quick second and then solidifying them into something that people can listen to and connect with. So I want to talk a little bit now specifically about the song So Romantic. Every other time I listen to it, I seem to change my mind on whether or not it's a love song. What does that (laughs) track specifically mean to you? Um, I think I relate to what you just said. I think <laughs> every other time I listen to it, I think it's a love song. Carry me through the door. Never seen the sunrise before. The humid day leaves its trace and the sleepy eyes and the sweat stains. These me dizzy in the pre-dawn rain. I also think it's kind of like a spiteful, sardonic sort of love song. And it's also, for me personally, it's like an attachment to this idea of romanticization. I think it is about love, but it's not like I'm in love with you kind of love song. It's more of like, darn, when am I not going to be in love with you kind of love song. Um, totally. That makes so much <laughs> that sense. Makes sense. I'm glad that confirmed because like in writing this, I was like, 
if he's like, oh, this is just a love song, I'm like, oh, this is a really bad question. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, I completely, it's literally called So Romantic, so it's like, oh, this is like romantic things. And I'm like, no, it's like romantic, romanticization of things. In researching for this interview, I actually came across an older version of So Romantic with slightly different lyrics. With a song that can go through several iterations, how do you decide when it's finally done? Wow, you dug you dug in there. Um, <laughs> I think for this project, it took three years to understand and to finalize. And I think that's what the learning curve was of this project, was to finalize. Like, I... I write songs constantly. It's just like what I do. And I think to finish a song is like a completely different vein of writing in artistry. So the first time I edited this song was last year when I wanted to complete this EP. Um, and so I just dug a little deeper into what I wanted to convey. And so that's how I got to what this final iteration is. You gave a shout out to the contributing artists online, and I believe I counted 18 different musicians <laughs> in addition to yourself, plus several more who helped through engineering mixing artwork. As a solo artist, tell us about the like when, where, and why of bringing in other artists. So I collaborated with a lot of people on this EP. I think um, what was coursing through my mind my whole life was just like this orchestra behind everything in my songs. And I didn't know how to relate that to people. And so that's like the kind of arc that I've really experienced in Chicago personally, is just like how to collaborate and how to bring different musical languages, different emotional languages to different people. And I think the collaborative energy of this project really lended itself to these songs. So the new EP, Put Out Fires, actually has a title track. Living in a studio, and I've been living in a three-bedroom. Both our skies say rain soon. We're still so alone. What is the significance of this song to specifically carry the weight of the whole album? I feel that Put Out Fires was kind of a crux in my writing. Um, this just sort of like pinnacle point of which like my writing shifted it was also the one song that we completely scrapped and redid everything upon like reimagined this song and its arrangement and its um, feeling completely Within the theme of it, it encapsulates my main view of writing and mode, which is this kind of like love in the time of right now. I think it's just like we're living in like love in the time of the eco catastrophe. <laughs> and I think it's like this song story is just like, yeah, love in the time of like not doomsday, but like this kind of elongated changing and this elongated overhaul of society and landscapes and ecology. So I save the scene in my mind it'll be under waves or fade someday. Slant 
fast food and constellations. A lot of artists prefer a band name or a stage name to hide behind or step into while performing, but everything you do is just Elijah Burlow. Do you draw any distinction between the Elijah we get in your music and the Elijah you are when you're alone? I don't, and that's been like a challenging aspect for this project. I try to be as much of myself in both realms and capacities. I think um, I wanted to just be all of myself and kind of even like that is an explorative avenue and expression. So I try to be as, for lack of a better word, true to both both me and, and my music as an extension of my own, my own-ness, if that's... Yeah, that absolutely makes sense. I, uh, that would have been my guess. You're, you're very vulnerable and like, it's, it's wonderful. And Mm. I imagine hard at times. It's hard to be, I'm a pretty vulnerable person. And I like that about myself and putting yourself (laughs) out there, wearing your heart on your sleeve is, um, it's so important and it's very hard. Yeah, no, that's very true. I think I, I connect with that as well. And I think that's like part of what I was trying to say too, is just like, the vulnerability of just being oneself on a stage lends itself to a, a whole other sort of area of, of understanding the music and understanding also yourself. What's on the horizon for 2023? I am an insane person. I have like 30 songs that I've already demoed out <laughs> for the for my next record. My goal and intentions for the next year is to obviously see this EP through its fullest extent, but also extend myself outward and work on a new record um, this early spring with my co-collaborator, Scott Williams, and record it in Chicago. So that's my goal. We'll see if it happens. Uh, But by next year, this time, I want a LP1 Elijah Burlow. That's my vision, as it were. You can't wait. listening this chirp artist interview i'm marjorie alford and i've been here with elijah burlow thank you so much for having me really appreciate to be on the show this has been an artist interview from chirp radio you can find more interviews at chirpradio.org slash podcasts Stop.